We start with some sad news from Hillsboro this afternoon. An Amtrak train struck and killed a pedestrian who was walking on a railroad trestle over Dimmick's Mill Road in Hillsboro this afternoon. Deputies responded to the area shortly before 1 p.m. after Orange Communications received a call from the Norfolk Southern Railway. The train was eastbound toward Raleigh at the time of the collision. The deceased was a white female in her 30s. Her name is being withheld pending notification of next of kin. Turning to local politics now, the Anderson Thorpe Battle Breakfast Club released its 2023 endorsements for several local races. A local organization known for championing racial justice causes since its founding in the 1970s is endorsing Jess Anderson in the race for Chapel Hill mayor, as well as Melissa McCullough, Theodore Nollert, Amy Ryan, and Eric Valera for the crowded field running for Chapel Hill Town Council. They also released endorsements for Carborough races. They have endorsed the trio of candidates running as the Carborough Better Together slate. That's Catherine Frey, Jason Merrill, and Eleazar Posada. Barbara Fushi's running unopposed for Carborough's mayor position, but she did pick up the group's support. In the school board race, the Breakfast Club endorsed incumbents Ronnie Dossie and Dion Timney, plus first-time candidates Vicki Feaster-Fornville and Mariela Hernandez. You can find an article on chapelboro.com with more details. Keeping it with local elections now, we have already listened to our two candidate intros for today. So you can head to chapelboro.com to find the full audio from two candidates for Pittsburgh Board of Commissioners. We heard in the 3 o'clock hour from candidate Alan Wilson. We heard in the 4 o'clock hour from candidate John Bonnets. Tomorrow we'll continue hearing from the other candidates in the Pittsburgh Board of Commissioners race. Meanwhile, over in Siler City, it was an unusual Board of Commissioners meeting last night. Mayor Chip Price called for the dismissal of town manager Hank Raper, and then in the initial vote calling for that dismissal, there, he did not have the votes, so Raper did retain the position of town manager. Then the board went into closed session, and no change was made at that time either, but a interesting and developing story down in Siler City as open feuding between Mayor Chip Price and town manager Hank Raper. Some more local government news now. The Orange County Commissioners meet tonight at 7 o'clock. They'll get input on a COVID-era housing program that's coming to a conclusion. They'll also consider raising the pay for CHCCS board members. The Carborough Town Council meets at 7. They'll get the results of public comments on Phases 3 and 4 of the Bolden Creek Greenway and possibly vote on a resolution updating the plan based on that feedback. In Raleigh, the recipients of this year's North Carolina Award were announced. That is the state's highest civilian honor. Former U.S. Representative for Orange County David Price will be one of the represent, excuse me, one of the recipients, along with former State Health Secretary Mandy Cohen and several others. Back locally now, on Sunday, October 22nd, the town of Chapel Hill has announced they'll celebrate the renaming of the Northside Gymnasium and Indoor Basketball Court in recognition of two longtime town employees and community advocates, Mr. Nate Davis Sr. and the late Mr. Fred Battle. These facilities will bear the new name, Nate Davis Sr. Gymnasium and Fred Battle Court at Northside. 
Turning to a global story with some local connections now, the Israeli government is vowing to destroy Hamas after the militant group carried out a surprise attack last weekend. The effects are being felt by many in the Chapel Hill community, with some having loved ones in the areas of conflict. But as a demonstration and counter-protest on UNC's campus reflected last week, many are feeling strongly about the implications of the growing conflict. Carolina Connections' Sophia Cazzini reports. UNC biology professor Giddy Shimmer was born and raised in Israel. This week, he's been consumed with emotion about the safety of family members who took cover in bunkers because of the Hamas attack. I heard once like someone describe mourning of his partner, saying, I'm inhaling, exhaling, inhaling, exhaling, and give it a bit of time. That's kind of like right now, inhaling, exhaling, taking care of daughters here, that we need to make sure that they, they feel safe. Shimmer says he knows several people who were killed, including personal friends and kids of friends. Others are still kidnapped. His wife, an occupational therapist, is working with a young adult whose cousin was murdered. I'm 58 years old, so I experienced stuff, I experienced wars in Israel. This has never been anything like that. It's nothing like that. There are 1,200 people who were murdered, and there are still people kidnapped over there, and we don't know what's going on with them. So, yeah. It's a tough one. Giddy is among many people in the Triangle who are experiencing grief. Nama Shaked is an Israeli immigrant who works as a real estate agent in Wake County. Her mother and several other family members are back in Israel. She says Israelis here are mourning. I'm saddened to see what I've seen today, for example, actually here in UNC. Um, we've seen people write very sad things on on the floor uh, i think it was in franklin street that had to do with you know free palestine and um you know against israel and it just in this time it was very sad to see thursday students for justice in palestine demonstrated in front of unc's wilson library they called for the U.S. to stop supporting Israel. Some carried signs that said, no occupation, and Zionism will not win. They expressed anger about the civilians killed in Gaza by Israeli retaliation, and Israel's decision to cut off electricity and water to the region. Nearby, other people waved Israeli flags. Some of them held signs that said, rape is not resistance, or that equated Hamas with SJP. One pro-Israeli protester was led away by police after he confronted the demonstrators and called them Nazis. Free, free Palestine! UNC PhD candidate Kylie Broderick taught a class on the Israel-Palestine conflict two years ago. She says the Palestinians are not instigators. Palestinians, when they commit acts of violence, are already working within a system in which they are entirely end-violenced. They cannot be more violent than the occupation. And so they are not aggressors. They are victims of a long-standing occupation and colonialism that began more than 100 years ago. But Nama Shaked says none of this justifies the Hamas attack. I myself have criticism on Israel as an Israeli. However, this is not the relationship between Palestine and Israel. This has to do with a terrorist organization that attacked people while they were sleeping in their homes. And nothing, nothing in the world can justify it. 
Professor Giddy Shimmer has expressed similar sentiments about the conversation surrounding the war being equated to a conversation about Palestinian liberation. Palestinians are wrong. No, the Israelis are wrong. You see, you do this and you do that. That's not the story. We have time for that debate, always. That, con- that conflict is not going to go away. Not soon, unfortunately. In a statement this week, UNC Chancellor Kevin Guskowitz said the university condemns all forms of violence and mourns all lives lost, and that UNC's focus is prioritizing students. In Chapel Hill, this is Sophia Cazzini. Carolina Connection is a student-produced radio newscast from the UNC Hussman School of Journalism and Media. They'll be off this week for fall break, so no new episode this Saturday, but you'll be able to hear their new editions through the rest of the fall semester at 8.30 a.m. on Saturdays, right here on 97.9 The Hill. Time to talk sports, and we will start our sports conversation with some pretty fun Mac Brown news. Mac Brown has been named to the American Heart Association Paul Bear Bryant National Coach of the Year Award watch list. He is one of 26 on the list, one of four coaches from the ACC. And I got to be honest, when I heard Mac Brown American Heart Association, I, I, I gasped a little bit. I was a little bit worried there for a split second. Best case scenario on the Coach of the Year watch list. Turning to basketball now, UNC men's teams ranked 19th in the nation in the AP preseason poll. Tar Heel fans hoping that the stay in the rankings last a bit longer than last year when Carolina began at number one, tumbled out of the poll pretty quickly on their way to missing the NCAA tournament. Head coach Hubert Davis says he's confident this group can avoid that fate. Here's what he had to say last week about what he likes about this year's team. I love the mix of this group. Um, I specifically could say it in, in two parts. Uh, there's many things that I can say about this group, but there's two things that just automatically stick out for me. Is one that this is a group that that enjoys and loves and to to compete. They just really do. I mean, from the start, there's never been an issue about preparing, practicing, and playing with a competitive fight and a can competitive nature and so I really love that and then the the other part is this this group genuinely enjoys being around each other whether it's on the court or off the court they just um, enjoy the experience of um, doing this together and that's something that uh, that I've really enjoyed being a part of and and, and watching over the last uh, four or five months. UNC men's basketball head coach Hubert Davis speaking there. He and the Tar Heels will be in action on October 27th. It's like next week, 7.30 p.m. They're hosting St. Augustine's for an exhibition matchup in the Smith Center, and those are always fun. Single game tickets went on sale at 10 a.m. for both men's and women's hoops. You can find more details at GoHeels.com. Also learn today that UNC field hockey star Riley Heck was named ACC Offensive Player of the Week. Congratulations to her. And only one team in action today for UNC, 14th-ranked soccer hosting William & Mary. They'll get that started in about an hour and a half or so. 